Today we talk about modified natural frozen embryo transfers. Should you do them? What's the benefit and what's the harm? I'm Dr. Mark Amos, and this is Taco About Fertility Tuesday. Modified natural frozen embryo transfers, sometimes called natural embryo transfers. I'm sure you've heard of this. There is no way you have gone through a Facebook group and have not heard of this. But the question is, why does everyone care about it? I think the first thing is, it's natural. I mean, who doesn't like the word natural? We think of everything else being done by humans as unnatural, and so it isn't as good, but natural is the best. And there's some truth to that. But the real question is going to be, is natural the best in this situation? Now let's take a step back to understand why would anyone even do a natural embryo transfer when doing a frozen embryo transfer? Well, there's a couple reasons. One of the first reasons may be is that when we tried to build up their lining using a program cycle where they take estrogen and they don't make their body make the estrogen, sometimes they don't build a lining up. And in that situation, we can look back at their IVF cycle and say, well, how did their lining look when they were going through IVF? Was it thicker then? Did it look better then? If the answer is yes, then for some reason, that patient is not responding well to that estrogen that's programmed and would probably do better with a natural cycle. Now, before you go jumping to a natural cycle, keep in mind that there are multiple forms of estrogen you can take. You can take oral estrogen, patches, there's injections, there's gels. There are multiple things. And then there's other treatments you can do to also help estrogen levels go up, such as taking medications that increase blood flow to the ovaries and to the uterine lining. So one of the first things is just, can their lining get thick enough? And if not, they might be better for a natural cycle. But the second thing comes up is there are some people who are deathly afraid of needles. No one wants needles. I mean, only drug addicts want needles. So nobody wants to be injecting themselves. But for most people, they can do fine doing the injections. But for people who have a phobia or who cannot do the injections, then doing a modified natural FET can allow you to potentially use progesterone vaginally and not have to use the injections. Personally, I agree. I wouldn't want to do injections either. If I had the choice, I'd say, no, let's just do the vaginal suppositories. But there are some people who don't like that and would rather do the injections, but there's a benefit to the injections. And that is the ability to really look at everything closely and to be able to control everything. In a program cycle, we control everything. We can control the dosage, how often you take it. We can control how fast the lining grows. But in the program cycle, we do not have that ability. When it comes to like a natural cycle, if you ovulate, you ovulate. We have to start them. Now, a modified natural FET is saying that we're not just letting your body naturally ovulate. We're going to give you a trigger shot so we can get the timing close. But understand, when you take a trigger shot, it's not like you absolutely are going to ovulate at 36 hours. It could be a little bit earlier. It could be a little bit later. And so that timing is not really exact. Now, it's important to know it doesn't have to be exact. It can be slightly off having a little bit more progesterone here or there. So I wouldn't be too worried about that. But the point is, is that when you do a modified natural FET, you really don't get to pick the date of your transfer. Your body picks the date of your transfer. 
versus in a program cycle where we can optimize everything and make sure everything's going well, you can pick your transfer date well in advance. We can manipulate everything and get you to have your transfer exactly when you want to. I have had that patients who have had to have a baby during a certain time frame, usually due to astrological reasons. Trying to do that with a natural cycle would be almost impossible. But with a program cycle, it is very possible. Now, there have been some programs have looked at using injections with progesterone. There have been programs that have used only progesterone only in frozen embryo transfers. And we'll talk about both of those. Programs that use progesterone only vaginally with a frozen embryo transfer have lower pregnancy rates. In one specific clinical trial, it was demonstrated to have a 39% decrease in the live birth rates in frozen embryo transfers using vaginal progesterone alone. Now, you would think, well, wow, once more natural, it's going right to the uterus from the vagina. But here's the interesting thing. If you actually look at the studies, they show that vaginal progesterone does give higher levels of estrogen to the uterus. But what this study is showing is saying that even though there might be higher levels from the vaginal progesterone, there is something about the systemic effects of the circulating progesterone in the body that's playing an integral role in maintaining a uterine pregnancy. Therefore, it is not recommended to do a frozen embryo transfer with progesterone only vaginally. Now that's different if you're talking about a natural frozen embryo transfer. And we'll talk about why that's different in a second. But first, there are some places that will do both vaginal and injectable progesterone for program cycles. And there's nothing wrong with this. Matter of fact, what the studies have shown is that the chances, if done correctly, will be the same as if you're using just progesterone injections only. Now, it's important to understand that that does not mean you can go out every five days and have an injection. In the study that they did, they were looking at every other day doing injections. Even I myself don't feel that comfortable with that and recommend people being on injections first and then eventually switching over to both injection and vaginal and then checking the progesterone levels before you make that switch. And then every other day you'll be doing injections and doing vaginal at the same time. Personally, I don't know how that is more comfortable than just doing injections. You have to now do both. And for most people, when you look at the studies, it says that you should use crinone, which was the drug of choice. So using anything else, you're not technically doing what was in the study and could be affecting progesterone levels. And crinone is very expensive. So that's one of the reasons we don't do that at our clinic, but it's not unreasonable to do if you need to reduce the amount of injections. Anytime we have anyone with increased inflammation or problems with injections, we will then start to go to injections with vaginal progesterone and then spread the injections out. But we do it very carefully. We check progesterone levels while we're doing it and make sure the progesterone levels internally in the body are not going down. So the big question is, what do the studies show about natural frozen embryo transfers versus programmed frozen embryo transfers? And is one better than the other? And the simple answer is no. They seem to be the same. You do not get improved chances of a live birth just by doing a natural frozen embryo transfer versus doing a programmed frozen embryo transfer. Now, there are benefits like we talked about, which is you don't have to take injections, but you lose the timing. 
So you can't determine when your transfer is going to be. Your body will determine that. One of the things that people don't talk about when it comes to natural FETs is that they have a high cancellation rate. And that's because there's so much that can go wrong if you ovulate too soon, if your progesterone levels go up too soon. All those things can affect the cycle being canceled. And so when you look at it from that standpoint and say, well, if I'm looking at the number of cycles it gets to get pregnant, then in that situation, there is a higher live birth rate than natural FETs if you're incorporating all the canceled cycles into the analysis. If you're interested in reading the studies, this study was done in the Fertility and Sterility magazine. It was called Modified Natural and Optimized Program Frozen Embryo Transfers Have Equivalent Live Birth Rates, an analysis of 6,682 cycles. It was published in February 17, 2023, specifically in Volume 120, Issue 1. In the end, when it comes to deciding what to do, I would usually tell you, do what your clinic does. And that's because they're good at what they do. Now, if they feel comfortable doing natural frozen embryo transfers and something they do, then that's great. But definitely don't pressure your doctor to do it if it's not something they do, because they're probably not going to do it well. When it comes to deciding which one to do, that's a personal preference. But what I would tell most people is, go with the program cycle. It works. We have the most control. We can check things. And it has less of a cancellation risk. However, if you're one of those people who have a phobia of the needles, or just for some reason can't do that and want to go with a natural cycle because it helps improve your lining better than the program cycle, then go ahead. You can feel comfortable that your chances are the same with a program cycle just like you can feel comfortable with a program cycle as good as a natural cycle. However, if you are at a clinic who is doing frozen embryo transfers and is using vaginal progesterone only, you do not want to do that. And you might want to bring it up to your clinic. I hope there aren't clinics still doing that, but there were just a couple years ago even in our town. Hopefully they're aware of these studies now that show it is not a good thing to do when you're doing the frozen embryo transfer. Now, one thing that's important to know about science is it's always changing. So even these studies that were done, which are very good in large numbers, are not perfect. And that's because over time, technique changes. So things that we were doing five years ago are different than what we're doing now. And so it's very possible some of this stuff can change. But currently, this is a prevailing thought. That it's okay to do program cycles with injectable progesterone, modified natural cycles using vaginal progesterone, but it is not okay to do frozen embryo transfers with vaginal progesterone only. This may change in the future, and maybe that's another future podcast. But until now, you do not want to use vaginal progesterone with a frozen embryo transfer by itself. I hope this was helpful for some people. I know a lot of people will hear about natural cycles and they think, oh, it must be better as natural, but the studies don't show that. And again, it may be for you, but I want to make sure you know that don't do it because you think the chances are better because that's not what the studies show. The studies show it's the same. And so do what you think is best for you and what will probably be the easiest for you. Rarely do program cycles get canceled. I would say when it comes to natural cycles, approximately 25% of them are canceled. At our clinic, we do a slightly modified natural cycle where we actually give medicine to force a couple more eggs to grow to cause a slight hyperstimulation, which we believe might help pregnancy rates. As always, if you like the podcast, please tell your friends about us and give us a five-star review on your favorite medium. I always look forward to talking to you and I'll talk to you again next week on Talk About Fertility Tuesday.